TSDJA Productions presents in association with JJ2E Media The Camping Trip Two troop leaders take three boys from their scout pack into an old abandoned summer camp for a fun weekend in the wilderness. Listen and take a terrifying trip into the past with these boys as they learn about the dark history of the mountainside campground, an old warehouse that conceals a bloody secret, and the demonic truth about a small Missouri town in these three horrific campfire tales. With a gripping, revenge-fueled ending decades in the making, you won't want to miss The Camping Trip. Written, edited, directed, and performed by at the Scooby Doom and at Fitzman73 comes the first full-length original audio drama from JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions. Go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and buy the camping trip. Coming soon. Like, hi there, Shaggy Rogers here with... Scooby-Doo! To say you're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. Blah! Nerd Blitz! And be sure to follow them on Twitter, at NerdBlitzPod. <laughs> Please enjoy! <laughs> Okay, we're back with another Nerd Blitz. I don't know how nerdy the first one was, but... Oh, there was a lot of game talk, so that's nerdy yeah, enough. I guess that counts as nerd. We'll get a little more nerdy this time, I guess. We'd start talking about the um, that new Scooby-Doo they're doing over at DC. You're a big Scooby-Doo guy, obviously. Clearly, yeah. So, I was actually surprised by um, your reaction to it. I thought uh, I thought for sure you'd be shitting all over this. Well, it's conflicting. Because my initial reaction was like, holy shit, they're doing it. Because as I've said many times, this is basically a fucking dream come true. Because for years, I was like, I'd love it if they did a Scooby show that was just serious. Yeah, they can have some jokes and shit, but do it serious. And then Mystery Incorporated came out and was like, holy shit, that was awesome. Yeah, that was a good show. Oh, fuck, I love it. We was talking about that Aerosmith game before. Do you remember that second Hex Girls episode? That was basically that. Except without guns and guitars, like I was saying. Oh, yeah. But that show came out and was like, oh, that was awesome. But I've always wanted a comic kind of like that. Just take it serious. Because I loved the the kids' comics. For years, that was the only Scooby I had. Because they would do, like, maybe... One direct-to-video movie a year back then, in like ninety-seven, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Yeah, and that, that was, was really it. like the yeah, that was like the renaissance of. Before that, they they really didn't do that at all, did they? For Scooby, not at all. No, they they. But I'm I mean, there, I think there was a couple Batman ones. Or wasn't Sub Zero before that? Mm, that was like ninety-five, maybe. Sub Zero, and like that 95. was direct-to-video. Yeah. And I th- I think Zombie Island, that was the first Scooby direct-to-video movie. I think that came out in 97 or 98. I can't remember which. Yeah, I was working at the video store then, so for both of them, for Sub-Zero and uh, Zombie, Zombie Island. Island. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I remember that coming out. It was like, holy shit, they made a new Scooby-Doo. And that's still one of the best. Yeah, I think prior to that, wasn't it the last thing they did was like a pup named Scooby-Doo? <laughs> yeah. The- yeah, that was it in 91, and then there was a break for... Years and the only thing there was was the DC, the first DC book. Yeah, I think a couple others like Archie and shit. They did a couple books in there too. 
But basically all you had was comics. Nothing else. And I was like, fuck. And then in 2002, uh, the first live action movie came out. So I was like, okay, oh I get God. two movies and a comic in the comics this that year. Was 2002? Yeah. Shit. I think it was June, like June 22nd or something like that. Damn. I didn't think it was that old. Oh, yeah. Doesn't seem like it was been that long. I didn't think so either, but I went and seen it in the theater and was like, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. But then that came out and so you had one animated movie and the live action movie and then the comic. I was like, this is cool. And then that fall, uh, what's new? Scooby-Doo started. I was like, oh shit, this is awesome. And then that aired and the DT... The direct-to-video movies kind of went downhill a bit because they just turned them into hour, hour-long episodes of that, and I was like, "They're good, but eh." You weren't big on the what's new. I like them. I I love the series, but the movies that came out around that time, some of them aren't good. Yeah, you mean the yeah the style of the movie was based was kind of the same as what's new Scooby Doo. Yeah, like in that in that universe. Yeah. They were exactly in that universe, but they were like an hour, an hour and ten minutes long, and they just felt overbloated. Yeah. And again, I love them, but there's some real fucking turds in there. (laughs) Especially the last few before they switched to the new style for the animated movies. Yeah. Like uh, Goblin King and I forget what the other one is. Which is Ghost? No, that was one of the early ones. Okay. That one's fucking awesome. I think that was the second one. That's the one with the girl band, wasn't it? Yeah, the Hex Girls. That's a I love that one. Yeah. Yeah, we have that one. The kids watch that one all the time. But like Chill Out Scooby Doo and Goblin King, those two are pretty fucking shitty. Oh, well, that's good to know. We don't have those, so I'll I'll avoid <laughs> those. <laughs> Goblin King was the first one in the What's New era that was just fucking insanely stupid the knob goblin it was the last one of the era too i think there might have been yeah there was one more after that i got my drawer over here open i'm cheating oh that's all right (laughs) but yeah it went goblin king and then samurai sword goblin king that one's got magic in it and real monsters and it wasn't as you know serious like witch's ghost and zombie island and alien invaders oh yeah 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 Yeah, Alien Invaders, I think we might have that one, too. That one's fucking good. Yeah. I liked liked Samurai Sword. Did you? Yeah, that was okay. I mean, it was... I don't know, it's probably because the kid really liked it when when he first saw it. We watched it on an endless loop. Mm. I hate the the Japanese songs, though, the people singing. Yeah, that, like, Tokyo Pop type shit. Yeah, that was... That's really annoying. Yeah. I still say those first four are probably the best. Yeah. Which, like, again, that was Zombie Island, Witch's Ghost, Alien Invaders, and Cyber Chase. Which, yeah, Cyber Chase. He likes that one, too. If you got the Blu-ray on that, that was the first one that they did digitally. That looks fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah, the Cyber Chase one? Yeah. But, anywho, I think it was like... In like 2004 or 2005 when they started putting out two of those a year. So, again, started getting more. And then they had that fucking shitty show, Get a Clue. Did you ever see that? Get a Clue. Shaggy and Scooby-Doo Get a Clue? Oh, no, I don't think so. Oh, God. Is that one where the animation looks all janky? Yeah. They tried to make it look like the movies and it was just not good. Oh, yeah, I think I have seen pictures of that. I've never seen an episode of it. You're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) After this, go to YouTube and search the entrance to it, the intro and the theme. Uh That'll be more than a fucking enough. Okay. Because they tried doing this rock type thing, and it was like, oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. Because it was just bad. Yeah. It's, It's like, it's hard to explain, but it's like this trying to be rock... But it's got this fool screaming, Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, get a clue! And it's like, ugh, no. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds rough. 
it sounds like they gave a super, super, super high energy kid a keyboard. Keyboard and was like, just go nuts, kid. Yeah, go write a song. Yeah, and he just screaming and oh no. But around then, it started taking a down again and a downturn again. And there's a couple good movies in there, like the Loch Ness Monster one and Aloha. That's got Adam West. If you're for those oh yeah, like we have you. A, we have Aloha, the one with the surfers. Yeah. Yeah, we have that one. That one's pretty good. Yeah, he likes that one too. It's got a weird mixture of CG and 2D animation though, but it's still good. And then there's Pirates Ahoy, which that was, eh, it's good, but it's yeah, not great. I think, I think he has that one too, and that one's, I think that one's in the donate. <laughs> I, think that, <laughs> I, think, I think that's one of the ones we weeded out. Yeah. And then after that, they had this really fucked up one called Where's My Mummy, which... I'm going to spoil the fuck out of it because, well, it was interesting as hell because Velma gets kidnapped in it, okay? Uh Uh-huh. And it's not shitty like that second TV live-action movie where it's obvious that she's the villain, like, from the opening frame. Oh, yeah? That Velma's uh, the villain? Yeah, and Where's My My Mummy and um, Curse of the Lake Monster. Curse of the Lake Monster. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Can't talk. In both of those, she's the villain. But in Curse of the Lake Monster, from like the first minute, you know it's Velma the whole time. Because they pull off, they chase somebody around this house, pull the hood down, look at her face and go, It's you? It's you? It's you? And it's like, well, okay, there's Fred, there's Daphne, there's Shaggy, and there's Scooby. Oh, yeah. So, if they're all shocked, I'm going to guess it's Velma. <laughs> And then you go through the movie and she starts acting weird because she touched some fucking moonstone or some stupid bullshit. Oh, okay. And she's this witch in control of these frog monsters and it's just horse shit. Hmm. This Which was a made-for-TV? Yeah. It was made-for-TV live-action movie. Hmm. It was the sequel to uh, The Mystery Begins, which is my favorite live-action movie. So they took a huge drop there, too. But anywho, and where's my mommy... Velma gets kidnapped halfway through, and you're like, oh shit, what are they going to do? How are they going to save Velma? At the end, turns out, she was Cleopatra's ghost, or whatever the fuck, to try to preserve the dig site, and that was probably the last good direct-to-video movie in the What's New era. Because they did something different, and they made it interesting and fun. Right. Threw some twists in there. Yeah. There's a great twist. You don't see it coming. It's not like, you know, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong where you're like, right. yeah, that's what you're going to do? Okay, dude, it's your movie. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I think it was like right around this point where we started getting two direct-to-video movies a year and it's like, well, they're not great, but hey, we're getting two movies a year and we got an animated series. Fuck yeah. And like I said, the animated series sucked at that point, too. So again, for all these years, I've just got this hope out there with the monthly comic from DC. Which, I've written plenty of reviews for ScoobyFan.net. It's good, but it's not great. The so, current, the, the what was the current Scooby-Doo series? Yeah. Comic series? It, yeah. The comic at the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just called Scooby-Doo back then. They relaunched it and started putting reprints of it in when they retitled it uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Which, that pissed me off because, again, they put reprints. Just fucking reprint the books and give us two new stories. Mm. And they started doing these, like, one-page or two-page stories and shit, and they started making it weirdly interactive, and that sucked, too. But Oh, still, what, like you gotta go online and read part of it? No, 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 no. It, they Like, you'd read, a te- uh, just say, like, an eight-page story, and then they'd get lazy, and they'd put a maze in there. And it was like, you've got to get Shaggy and Scooby through the maze to catch the monster. And it's like, ugh. Oh, yeah. What is this, fucking highlights for children and shit? No shit. <laughs> and it's like, this what, am I going to have reading this. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and it's like what are we gonna have to fucking color the book for you too 
Oh, that'd be fun, actually. Yeah, actually, it might. <laughs> they need to get on that. Yeah, they are doing that, I think. They have been doing that. What, like, a Scooby book you can color? Well, not Scooby yet, but... Oh, well, other not tease me, man. <laughs> no, but other... Like, it wasn't that long ago that I saw you say you wish they did adult coloring books. Like, the, the big two would do adult coloring books. Yeah. And I think they're doing it now. And they're not fucking paying me? Nope. Nope. They totally fucking stole your horse. idea. No shit, because I tagged both Marvel <laughs> and DC in that tweet, I think. Yep. You'll never you'll never prove it in a court of law. Their their lawyers will eat you up. Bitches. <laughs> well, that took the fucking wind out of my sails, man. Well, Fuck. it was inevitable. Yeah, I know. It is it is a no-brainer, but I hadn't thought of it until I saw you say it, and I was like, oh, fuck, that is a no-brainer. Why wouldn't they do that? They already have the line art. Well, see, back in the day, they used to do those... I know Marvel did it, so I'm sure DC did it, but they'd do, like, the first five pages, you've got to, you've got to color. And then the second five pages, you've got to put the script in. And then the last five pages, you've got to draw the rest of the story. What? What is this? I don't remember this. I was listening to... What the fuck was it? Spider-Man Crawl Space a few months ago. Uh-huh. It's a podcast all about Spider-Man. And, like, a year or so ago on there, they were talking about asking if anybody remembered this book where it was like a Marvel how-to-be-a-Marvel writer, artist, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And yeah, I think there was a Spider-Man story in it, and there might have been something else, I don't remember. Because, again, I heard this months ago, and it was a podcast from even more months before I downloaded it. But yeah, it was a book, it was like, they'd give you a chunk of pages where you've got to color it, they'd give you a chunk of pages where you've got to draw it, and then you've got a chunk of pages where you've got to write the story. Oh, no, that sounds fucking cool. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've and never heard that before. I think it was in like the 70s they did it. I'd have to... Really? Yeah, I'd have to ask Ross if he knows. Because he listened to... He's the one who got me on that podcast years ago. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Oh, they should was, do that now. No shit. And I think they might have used it as like uh, a trial thing for fans, you know? Like, here's your shot at Marvel or something. Or it oh, might have just been... okay, yeah. Well, I think they might have done it like that, and then they might have just put it out there. Okay. But yeah, it sounds like a great fucking idea. Yeah. And I don't know why they don't do that type of shit. Now, even if you don't like, here, here's your chance. Just, here, have fun. Yeah. Now, I do remember, like, the uh, How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way. Yeah. Stan Lee and John Buscema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, Maybe it was I think, Sal. Might have been Sal. I think it was. I think no, Denny O'Neill did one for either Marvel or DC. Yeah, how to write did, comics or right. something. Yeah, I have that book actually. Oh, do you? But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. I got bought that when I was going to be a comic book writer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give like up. So, hope. Many, so like so many other things I was going to do, and then yeah. Didn't. But no, the How to Draw Marvel one I remember from when I was a kid. I had the. Um, I had a cop a bootleg of it on VHS because they had a, a video like companion to it to the actual. Book. I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't know they had a video. No, I, I just I, thought it was the book. No, I have to look. I think I I had I recently or not recently, but a few years ago, I I was like, I wonder if they ever put that on DVD, and they did. So I bought it. It was super cheap. Um, I think I might. I think I still have the video. I definitely still have the book. Yeah. Um, but. The book was kind of like that in a couple places where they, it was like, well, here's half of the Invisible Woman. Now you draw the rest of it, you know. That does sound like highlights for kids, though. <laughs> it, yeah, but I mean, it's more of a, it was more of an exercise of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's here's how you draw a head, and here's how you do this, and here's how you do this, and now here's your chance. Here's the here's here's a a, a drawing of the Invisible Woman. You finish the other half of it, or. Something yeah, like it was that. more detailed than the stick figures that were basically in highlights, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I could never do it. Even as simple as those old kind of 60s, 70s style Marvel drawings are, I still couldn't do it. 
Yeah, they look simple, but those are pretty fucking complicated. Yeah, to get them to look right. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, anybody can fucking go in there and scribble it out and. Yeah, I mean they're not they're not intricate like they're not complicated like intricate like today's the way they no. draw shit today, but they're complicated in that you got to have the exact right angles and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're almost they're almost harder, I would think. Yeah. To, to get them to actually look like a because they're so much more cartoony than than a more realistic. Now where everything's almost photorealistic, yeah. Yeah, I fucking hate the way they do it now. It's just too much. Like, the only person I really... It doesn't bother me. It's, it's just the digital look of it now looks too slick. Yeah, that too. That really bothers me too. The, the shininess of everything. Yeah. Which, like, I think that works for covers, but for interiors, I don't really like it. Yeah. I don't like, yeah, I don't like how everything's a digital painting. Yeah. It was cool when they first did it when, uh, like, one of the first times I remember them doing that was uh, that Wolverine Origin miniseries when it was all digitally painted or digitally colored and everybody was losing their shit because it looked so awesome. I well, the guy's it's name, like, but, it's like, but now um, everything is that and it's just not special anymore. It doesn't. Exactly. Now, if somebody does a hand drawn book, it looks special because you don't see it. Yeah, right. Another example of good digital art is, um, Iron Man Extremis. There's a oh, yeah. motion. There's a motion comic version of it out that I'm not a big fan of motion comics because they look like kids playing with comics they cut out. But oh, that yeah. is fucking yeah. amazing. It looks almost like a cartoon. Yeah, I I, I, I watched the um, the X Men uh, gifted yeah. motion comic. And that one looked way better than I thought it was going to. I was like, I thought it would look just like what you said. Like, it's just like, it looks like South Park. Yeah. But uh, it, it looked more like a real cartoon than I was like, damn, they really got, how did they do that? How did they take, and it looks, I mean, it's obviously the drawings from the book. Yeah. But they somehow well, see, were able to ma- animate them and it looks like a cartoon. On, I think it's on the Extremist, because uh, I got that for on Blu-ray a while back. Mm-hmm. They would go in, and I think they would either consult the artist, or or have them come in and do new drawings or something, or they would just talk to other artists, because I think they said they had Neil Adams working on those. Oh, okay. And they would sort of fill in the blanks, and if they couldn't fill them in, they would just build a digital model of it, and kind of lay the drawings over it, and move them that way. Oh, Okay. Like kind of skin them with the with yeah. the drawings, yeah, 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 yeah. They'd just have this bare bones frame underneath and slap the drawings on the skin, exactly. And it's a really fucking cool cheat. I got um, it was Iron Man Extremis, and then I think uh, Spider Woman Agent of Short of Sword. Mm-hmm. The Spider Woman one isn't as good because it. I don't know the art on it just doesn't fit the medium. But like I said, oh, that's yeah, it, not a good fit. Yeah, it just doesn't blend well. Same with the Black Panther one. Hmm. But the Extremist one, it's fucking beautiful. It looks like a cartoon. Yeah. Have you ever actually watched the? This uh, wasn't there. A, well, maybe that. Maybe that is the motion comic I've seen on Netflix. That's Iron Man Extremis. And I thought it was a. I thought it was a TV series or a. Uh, or a direct uh, video. But maybe it is the motion comic they have on there. If you've seen Iron Man Extremis, yeah, it's the motion comic. Hmm, okay. As far as I know, at least. Hmm. Well, if it's still on there, I'll have to check it out. I never did actually watch it, but I saw it in the list. Yeah, fucking watch it. It's amazing. We can talk about that in the future, because it is. It's just (laughs) mind-blowingly good. Okay. Because, like, did you ever see the Watchmen motion comic? Um, no. I have that. It sucks. It sucked? Yeah, it It looks like mean, South Park. You mean it, you mean it sucked kind of like The Watchmen? Oh, shit, did he say that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you didn't like the book? Eh, it was okay. I, I could see where it was like, in the time it would have been revolutionary. And Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't read it in the time. I read it in the early 2000s. I read it just before the movie came out, and I was like, "People it, love this." Yeah, I was. I was like, mm, "Yeah, this is kind of this is not for me." I guess. I mean, it was. No. It was. It, it was good, but I'm not. This is. I'm gonna 
piss people off too, probably. But I, I don't really like Alan Moore that much. I, I don't. I don't. I don't dig his shit that much. Is not as much as a lot of people do. I've see. He's one of those ones that he used to write all the time, and I just never was able to pick up any of his shit. So people will talk about Alan Moore this, Alan Moore that, and I was like, yeah, I haven't read it. And they're like, oh, you're an asshole. And it's like, okay, I'm an asshole, but. I just right. haven't read it. It's like Frank Miller. I haven't read a lot of his shit because, like, um, Dark Knight Returns. I couldn't tell you how many times I'd hear people talking about Dark Knight Returns. It's the greatest book of all time. Dark Knight Returns, best Batman book you'll ever read. And it's like, okay, fuck it, I'm getting this. Yeah. I'd go to Barnes yeah. & Noble, they wouldn't have it. Oh, yeah. I'd go to the comic shop. I'd go to many comic shops. They don't have it. That book sells really well. We're, it's going to be hard for us to keep it for you. It's like, okay, so I just never got around to it. And at mm-hmm. this point, especially after the animated movie and then with the turd that's coming out on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't think I want to read it now because after all this hype, I don't think I'm going to like it. Um, I would say, no, you probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> I mean, I read it. The first time I read it was um, early 90s, maybe. Yeah. And, yeah, I did the same thing. I got it because everybody said how great it was and and all that. And I remember seeing the covers of the Prestige books when they came out when I was in, like, I don't know, ninth grade or 10th grade. Somebody had them. I mean, that's not when the book came out, but somebody had yeah. those. And I was like, I was like, oh, man, that Batman looks fucked up. Well, I love and, that cover with the light, with the lightning strike. Yeah, yeah. The I mean, one how I remember can you is, not love that cover. And it's definitely got some cool stuff in there, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's another one where it's like in the in the day that it, it came out, it was a game changer, obviously, because but, it gave Batman his balls back. Yeah, and and it was so, it was such a different Batman story than you'd ever seen. Yeah. And it's probably, to me, it's probably a victim of uh, people just aping that same concept over and over again. Yeah. So it's it's lost a lot of its impact. But see, that's what I'm afraid of with it. But it's almost at this point, it's it's kind of almost um, I don't want to say overrated, um, but I would say overhyped. Def- definitely, if anything. yeah, it's definitely overpraised or over talked about. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of makes it like when you do read it, it's kind of like, oh, well, this isn't that. This isn't that awesome. Like everybody acts like I'm just gonna spontaneously blow a load or something when I read this, and it's just not. No shit. And the art and the art is not necessarily my cup of tea either. It's all kind of weird looking. Yeah. And and that's that's just the way Frank Miller draws shit. Is, yeah. I think somebody said at one time that he's a cartoonist, not a. Not a penciler, really. Not a comic book artist. And there's a difference. So yeah. his shits, his shits, like super stylized and and um, it would probably work more. There. It would probably work more in like a original graphic novel sense than in single issues. Yeah, and that's that's how I got it. Was in a trade. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it is good. It's it's got a good. The premise is good. The story is pretty good. I like. The stuff with Superman was cool, and um, I mean, it's all cool. It's got a cool ending that you don't really see coming, but that makes total sense that that's what he would do. Yeah. And um, so it's it's it, that one I I would I will stand behind and say is good. I don't know that you would like it necessarily, but it's it is one of those things that everybody should probably read. Just like um, Romeo and Juliet, or. <laughs> Shit like that. It's I haven't not read necessarily, that either, so. <laughs> it's not necessarily like it's almost like that should be something that you read in ninth grade English class. Like that's yeah. um it's like a a classic of you know, everybody should read it. Whether you whether you end up liking it or not, you should probably read it. Now you know, getting back to Alan Moore, like I the Watchmen just didn't do it for me. That was another yeah. thing where it was like people said how just awesome it is and it's just such a a masterpiece of and I just didn't get it like I don't I don't know I mean I guess like I said in 
in the day it was revolutionary the way he depicted the superheroes and that world that you know they're outlawed and then people start you know it's a good it's a good premise it just didn't do it for me yeah well see like i, I said was, i felt it was too long it was too i, I don't know yeah because wasn't what, it like just, fucking 12 issues or something oh it's so fucking long oh my god my yeah it's like you need my to cousin let me his down yeah his, his my cousin let me the trade and it was like a fucking phone book it was so thick i was like holy crap it definitely has really cool stuff, and it has, and just like Dark Knight, it has a lot of cool panels and cool images and cool sequences. But overall, I was just like, mm, I don't know. I guess part of it too is it's like it's so depressing. <laughs> it's such a it's such a bummer of a book. Yeah. And even Dark Knight's kind of a bummer of a book. But yeah, it's. Um, well, like I said, then, Watchmen's what scared me off of Dark Knight because. Again, it was so overhyped, and it was like, the movie's coming out, man, this is going to be awesome. And I was like, you know, I should probably read this, just mm-hmm. so when the movie comes out, because the movie looked fucking good. Yeah. Just so when the movie comes out, I'm not just sitting there like, what's all this shit? I don't get it. Yeah. And I read so it, what... and it was like, I'm so ready for this. And mm-hmm. I read it over two nights, and I was like, oh, I shouldn't have read that. Yeah. So what did you think? Did you actually see the movie? Oh, yeah, I still saw the movie. Yeah, what'd you think? I thought it was pretty fucking boring. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, is it's like, it, it really is kind of boring. I, I mean, it's not like, uh, I mean, it's, I don't know. That's that's why I think, like, some of these books are too, they're too smart for me. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the audience, like the Grant, like Grant Morrison. I, his shit is too smart for me, I guess, because I don't get it. I don't get why everybody thinks it's so great. Yeah. I, I don't. I just must be too dumb to get it. Well, see, that's why I stuck to, to get back to what you initially asked me, <laughs> that's why stuck I stuck to, to the fucking kids comic, yeah. The Scooby-Doo kids comic. That was the one yeah, book that I never it's dropped. It's good that you got me back on track because I was just about to get into Killing Joke. but uh, Oh, fucking do it. <laughs> well, you're probably not going to like it. <laughs> well, I don't care. Because um, I'll tell you what, I love the book and Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy are doing the movie. Fuck you, take my money. That I don't have, yeah, but still, I'll, fuck you. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely see the money, but uh, I, when I finally did read The Killing Joke, just yeah. like with Watchmen, it was kind of a letdown. I thought it was, 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 was going to be just so... that was one that I found on my own. I didn't have people telling me how great it was. Oh, really? Well, I just saw the cover, because I think I've got like the deluxe edition or something, where you take the uh, slip cover off the dust cover, and uh-huh. it's got um, Batman Throttle and Joker etched in green with ha 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 on it and shit I think. Oh okay, yeah. I just saw the cover and was like, "Oh, wow, that looks fucking awesome." So oh, I Oh, the cover it. is amazing. Yeah, the cover is awesome. Well, that's what hooked me in. Yeah. So I grabbed it and I read it and was like, "This is fucking amazing." To this day, I still say it's one of the best fucking Batman stories up there with uh Mad Love and Long Halloween. Yeah, now those two, I'm all behind those for sure. Yeah. Those are those are up my alley. What's your problem with Killing Joke then? It's just too much of a bummer. <laughs> I think it's just too much of a bummer. It's just too serious. Like, well, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought it was going to be. Um, well, I mean, the way they they talk about it again, it was like this is just going to be a life changing book. And yeah, I mean, the cover is iconic. I've seen that in comic book stores my whole life. Yeah, and people always say how great it is. It's always on these best of lists and all this yeah. shit. It's on the best of list so much that at this point they're like, okay, can we just not talk about yeah, Dark Knight? We don't count. Yeah, we don't count them anymore. Dark because Knight we know they're joke, great. Yeah, yeah. They just don't get on the list anymore. Yeah, um, because everybody knows. Right, but they. Uh, I don't know. I I finally got it a couple of years ago and read it. Yeah. And man, I don't know that Alan. Well, Moore like is you just said, not, it's just not it, for me. I just mm, it is it heavy do it. as fuck. It's really heavy. Like they get into some dark Barb ass shit. Because fucking Barb gets shot. Well, not even then... just that, but I thought that was going to be the worst of it. Like I'd always <laughs> heard that, that she got shot, and that's where Oracle came from, and all that stuff. And yeah, but I mean, like the sexual shit was like it was just weird. The rapey fucking sending pictures to Commissioner Gore, making him look at pictures of him like doing shit to his daughter, and yeah, and and. Having him stripped down, butt naked, and tied up—that's what I was gonna say. Just like butt naked in the cage. 
Yeah, it's that like, was what fucked the up. F- yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is just too But bizarre. see, it's one of those things that if you if you think about it, as fucking crazy and menacing as the Joker is, it kind of makes sense. Oh, it totally makes sense. I, I mean, mean, it's it not funny like, like it should be, but it right. makes it's sense not... that Joker would just fucking get to a point and be like, you know what, fuck you, I'm going to take these fuckers out. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it. yeah, it definitely makes sense that somebody who's as crazy as him would do shit like that. It's just, yeah. I don't know, it just wasn't You just don't want to read it. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> necessarily... I don't know. It probably makes me sound like a real pussy, but it's like, that's just almost too heinous, dude. That's like, that takes the fun out of the comic books for me. Well, I let think, me ask you this. Too, when too heinous. When, when did you read it? Before or after you had kids? Oh, it was after. I'm sure that, I'm sure that's, that's a big part be of it. That's gotta be it. Yeah. I'm sure that's a big part of it, because there's lots yeah. of stuff. Lots of stuff. I think I've talked to you before about this. Is like, yeah, you did. There's lots of stuff that is just not my thing anymore. Yeah. Since I've had well, kids. it's like it's that. It's so weird. That fucked up story, I'm writing i sent you that oh, he was like yeah. you know when i was a kid i would have loved this but now ooh, that's too much <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's a good story and it's fucked up and but it's like it's yeah for me it's almost too much now yeah like i definitely avoid that kind of stuff when i can yeah i hear people say that all the time and it's like yeah it makes sense because once you've got you know this little thing that's not you to care about you hear mm-hmm. somebody fucking disemboweling somebody i was like oh fuck i don't want that well yeah it's it's all it's you can't you can't watch that stuff without thinking of it of it happening to your kid or yeah or i i I get it or just death in general anything yeah well and like with uh like consolo and not wanting to see that and it's, it's all the same thing it's all like I don't, I just don't want to see people die. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It happens all the time. I don't need to see it in my entertainment. Yeah, and then you see you fucking turn on the news and it's like, oh shit, this now. Right. So when I when I read or watch things to escape from the real life shit, uh huh. And then you're I'm, like, guess who got murdered? Yeah. Oh, the Joker's raping Batgirl. Oh, yeah. That's um, that's ha ha. That's great. <laughs> No shit. No, and but I mean, like, I can fuck, see... I'll go watch the news and see fucking a car get stolen and ran into an orphanage or something. That's lighter yeah. than this. <laughs> but I can I can recognize when things are well done. Like I can yeah. recognize that the killing joke is well done. Yeah. Brian Bolins or Boland or however you say his name. Um, I don't fucking know. His art is not necessarily for me either. Necessarily, I mean, I can understand that it's well done and people like it it's not necessarily the kind of art that i like but i don't know that was my take on it i'm excited about the movie though even though i I wasn't super into the book like i said you fucking give me hamill and conroy fuck you i'm in yeah i'll watch it for sure no doubt but getting back on track again <laughs> yeah um what was i saying now all i know is it was scooby something Oh, yeah. The main book. So for years, that was all I had. And then, just before I had to quit getting comics, I started putting out that um, team-up Scooby-Doo book. Did you ever read any of that? Which that? No. Uh Uh-oh. Whoa, fuck, dude. Who do you team up with? Whoever. They've got Batman issues. They've got Superman issues. I think a Flash issue just came out. Flintstones, Jetsons. Really? Wow. Fuck yeah, it's amazing. And it's not 11-page stories. It's 22-page full-book stories. Hmm. And the Jetsons-Flintstones one, I think, is a crossover. It starts, like, with the Flintstones and then goes to the Jetsons, or starts with the Jetsons, goes to the Flintstones. Oh, okay, they don't, they're not crossed over with Scooby-Doo. Well, it's Scooby meets the Flintstones. Uh-huh. And then, and then Scooby meets the Jetsons? Yeah, but it's one story. Oh, okay. It's two issues, but one story, I think. I don't know. I haven't read it. Okay. But it sounds fucking amazing. And I read the first three issues and reviewed them, I think. It was just stunning. Hmm. Sounds interesting. It's one of those books that it's like, I didn't know I wanted this, but now I have it and I love it. Because it reminds (laughs) you of the old 
uh, show the new Scooby-Doo movies. Where, you know, fucking this week, kids, it's Dick Van Dyke. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. You remember that show, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Batman out of the book is kind of like the one out of that. So, for a while, and that's every other month that comes out. So there for a while, I would have, you know, the main Scooby book, and then every other month I'd have the main Scooby book, and then team up. So it's like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. And then, you know, the direct-to-video movies would come out, and the re- the more recent ones, like after Abra, they were great. Except for a couple, like the musical one they did, that sucked. Oh, really? That was no good? Yeah. The Phantom and, of the... What uh, was it? It was Music of the Vampire. The Music of the Vampire, right. It's just the problem I have with all musicals, where it's like, you know, we should go... To the park! And it's like, fuck you, quit singing, just say we're going to go to the park. Right, yeah. And they go on this ten minute song about going to the park, and it's like, if you'd have just shut up, you could have went. <laughs> you'd be there by now. No shit. That's why I hate musicals, and that's why I don't like that movie. But I'll give that movie this. It's beautifully animated. For years, I just had one book, then they introduced every other month another book, and it's like, this is awesome, I'm happier than a pig in shit. But you know... I'd love it if they did a more mature book. I'm not saying, like, all of a sudden Fred, Shaggy, Velma, and Daphne are having an orgy and Scooby's in the fucking corner licking his red thing, but just beef it up a little. Take it more seriously, like Mystery Incorporated did with the cartoon. But, uh, that'll never fucking happen. And then, as you know, they put out this press release, which... JTF sent to me and a couple other fuckers, which fuck JTF. <laughs> but yeah, a couple others. Asshole. I know, right? Yeah. Take a long walk off a short pier. Yep. People are sending this to me. He DM'd it to me. A couple people sent it to me publicly. And they're like, what do you think of this? I bet this makes your dick hard. And it was like, well, what's this? Because they'd just send a link. They wouldn't give me the image. Yeah. I opened it up and I about fucking, my dick about exploded in my pants. Because, again, it's the dream that I've had for years, even as a kid. Take this shit seriously. Make it like Witch's Ghost in Zombie Island. Do it right. That's my my initial reaction. I was in love. I mean, yeah, okay, Shaggy looks like a hipper, hipster douchebag. Yeah, and which, we're talking about Scooby Apocalypse now. Yeah. Just so everybody's keeping up. Yeah, I know, I'm all <laughs> over the place, ain't I? <laughs> But Shaggy looks like a hipster douchebag. Scooby's got a stupid fucking emoji shooting bubble eyeglass thing. But it's like, fuck you. It's serious. They're saying Jim Lee's doing the fucking covers. They're going to be taking it seriously. Yeah, I'm looking at this cover. Yeah, I'm looking at this cover and Shaggy looks like the fucking uh, the falconer that was at the Comic-Con a couple years ago. I'll have to send you a picture of them. I think I put it up when we, when it happened, but they had Falcon trainers, um, and they were dressed like fucking Braveheart and shit. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were all crazy looking. That's what he looks like. He looks like one of them that has, like, the, the Macklemore haircut. Yeah. And uh, then he's got, like, a, yeah, he's got a handlebar mustache and shit. It's like, what the And he's fuck? got that big fucking polished beard and shit. And uh-huh. like, no, that's not and everybody's got everybody's got tattoos. What the fuck? I know, and it's like, okay, I've got no problem with tattoos, okay? No, but I don't have Shaggy, problems with tattoos either, but Shaggy and Fred both have tattoos, and like... I can see Fred with so, one, because Fred's supposed to be like, you know, the jock, fucking tough guy yeah, shit. He's, yeah, I guess so he's kind of he would be the type of dude one. who would, you know, get a tattoo just to prove how strong and hardcore he is. Yeah. You know, in this universe, I can see it. Yeah. But Shaggy... That's so, not right. So wait, did, do they get the tattoos before the apocalypse, or the world goes to shit and they're like, hey, we need tattoos now? Yeah, I have no <laughs> fucking clue. It's like, let's act like we're in prison and pretend we're badasses. Ink me up, yeah. Freddy. All of a sudden, Velma's fucking three foot eight. Now, is she really that short, or is it just the way this cover's drawn? Because it looks I to don't me know. like the people in... It looks to me like the people in the back are on a hill. Like, this is like a like a... Not a hill, but, you know. Let me pull like it up the, again. See how it, see how it, like, it looks like they're standing in a crater or something almost? Like a, like the front of the cover kind of goes downhill and Scooby's standing and it looks like a hole. And Velma's standing right next to him and then the other guys are in the back. 
So well, would they be like that? Would they be I don't like know, up the hill? I don't know because you said Velma's standing right next to him, and look how tall he is. Oh, good point. And she is kind of up on the hill. He looks like he's in the bottom of because it's like a cave, and they're like you said coming down a hill. Yeah. Yeah, and he looks right. like he's standing in a puddle, and she's right next to him. It looks a know, little higher just, than him. Maybe they just fucked up the scale or something. Maybe you f- maybe you messed with the scale so that they would all fit in a group shot or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, but come yeah, on. She, you looks, had, she looks tiny. You could have had Velma well, I mean, a little higher, or a little yeah. taller, cover up Shaggy's fucking stomach hanging out. Yeah. I do like, again, looking at this first initial cover they put out, um... Velma's got little, like, helicopter things, like they had on S.H.I.E.L.D. that first Oh, season. yeah, those little drones, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called, a drone helicopter thing. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that looks pretty fucking cool. But, again, my initial reaction was, like, hipster shaggy, eh. Emoji eye scooby, eh. But, fuck you, this looks awesome. And yeah, what, I you, don't know. I'm, I mean, you I figured I'd just it shred much. it? Huh. Yeah, I thought... I thought for sure, like, based on some of the other things you've not been happy with. Um, <laughs> Which is a lot. I've heard, that, I've, that I've heard you shit on, like the CW shows, CW DC shows. Mm. Which we can save that. We can save that for another episode, too. But Yeah, but I just want to put this out there. I've seen a few episodes of Flash, and I did like it. Yeah, I've heard that one's the best of the of the bunch. Yeah, but yeah, so. we'll save that for another time. Yeah, I'm I'm with you though. I'm not I'm not in the bag as much as other people are on those shows. Yeah. Too big of a can of worms for right now. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> no, I th- I thought for sure that you would be like, what did they do to my Scooby Doo? Like I said, it's a dream come true, you know? So I didn't want to shit on it too hardcore, even though like I said I had some issues. I mean, I'm it does bug me that fucking Scooby's dog tag looks weird. Right. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Why like can't you just fucking... Well, I mean, in that cover... I don't remember who did it, but that cover that they put out a few weeks ago, they made it almost the shape of the Superman shield. And it's like, what mm. was wrong with the diamond? Yeah, but, I can't get over the, the emoji eyeglass thing. Yeah, that... That mm. just seems so... Uh, I don't know how it's too fucking this. new and... And I mean, I'm... I understand it's updated, but we were talking about it earlier. What's new Scooby Doo? That was updated, right? But it still had that classic feel. And I will admit, as time time has gone on, I've been like, I know it's a dream come true, but emoji eyes, emoji yeah. bubbles coming out his eye. Yeah, this is hard. This is one of those things that's hard to really judge until you see the execution of it, though. All you get, all you get, is one image, and it's like. Mm, I don't know, but I mean, you know, depends on what's inside the book, I guess. And again, it's not Jim Lee drawing the interior, so it could look better, it could look worse. You, Oh, yeah, it may look worse. That's what I'm afraid of, but <laughs> I'm going to say it could look better. Uh, yeah, it could look better. I'm hoping it looks yeah. better. Daphne looks like, uh, looks like she's straight off of Gen 13. It looks like, you know, they were... Like kind of like they thought, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar actually played Buffy. No shit, she played Daphne too. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Because it looks like, you know, teen action hero Daphne. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely what they're going for. Again, why is Velma so small? <laughs> You're really fixated on that. I am because I mean it made sense in Pop when she, you know, they're all fucking six, but. They're adults in this. You can tell by Fred. They're fucking adults. Maybe she's mutated. Oh. That'd be fucked up. Like she's like a little mutant fucking... uh... Her growth got stunted or something? Yeah. Well, what I'm curious too is like... Like I made a joke about the tattoos. Like did they come after the apocalypse? But... Yeah. When when did the apocalypse happen? Have they... Has this world always been like this? Or is this like... Have they had have they been living in this world their whole lives this apocalypse world or is it Well, I would um, think it's it's probably, you know, like the original series happened and then the apocalypse happened. Well, that's what I thought, but I mean if it's a total reboot then 
are they maybe are they maybe going for this is how the origin the story Earth is yeah i based on everything i've seen in the press releases i didn't get that feeling this is like actually this is like a continuation of the, that's what it feels like to me universes yeah like this is far future or not far future but in the future i would feel or it feels like to me that this might be them in their 30s okay because like i said they said it was you know it's after the apocalypse duh titles scooby apocalypse but it's after the apocalypse and based on like how old fred looks because he doesn't look like a teenager anymore because that's how old they were in the original series so i'm guessing like again this is just a theory Mm -hmm. the original series happened and then you know that they're in like they're all like 16 to 18 in there a few years went by the apocalypse happened maybe I don't know. They're like 25, 26 when the apocalypse happens. They're bonded as a group, so they're like, fuck it, we're going to stick together. And then, because they've got all these tools and shit, all these ray guns and looks like fucking Ghostbusters proton packs Mm -hmm. and drones and shit. So I'm guessing, you know, they've been going through this for a little while. Five years, you can develop some shit in five years. Yeah. Especially with as smart as Velma is. So... Just theory, I'm guessing that this is like them in their mid-30s after they've had all these adventures together unmasking fucking old man Wickles and stopping Charlie and, I the mean, Haunted that would Robot. Make, yeah, I mean, that would that would make me more interested in, in it than this being just a complete reboot of them in this fucked up universe. But let me put this out there. As you're talking about that, that made me think, okay, if they're in their 30s, then, what is this fucking Scooby Doo's grandson? Well, I mean, come on, that's that's always been a leap of faith. But I mean, they never really age in the series, is right? Well, I in mean, the, in the previous series, they're like they're always supposed to be teenagers, early twenties. Yeah. But if you jump ahead like fifteen years, or even ten he, years, I. Hmm? Well, yeah, I know where you're going. Or maybe he's it bionic. That maybe he's bionic. Yeah, or maybe he's that a fucking could, that robot. could explain the fucking that could explain the fucking emoji eye. Yeah, he's an android. He's a he's a replicant Scooby Doo. Now I'm in. Would this <laughs> would it be his grandson? What's new and pup are the same universe. Oh, that's so they're yeah, making okay. you take a they're making you take a leap there because when well, what's that's new a hell came of a leap, out, yeah, I know because I would guess they were like early twenties and what's new. Yeah, and like I said, Pup was when they were all like six to eight. The original series, they were like sixteen to eighteen. So, what's new was a continuation of Pup because there was an episode where they showed Velma as a little girl, and it was the model from uh, Pup. So did they? I, yeah, I they did. That. I, I, I don't remember what episode it was, but I think it was like they met Velma's aunt or some shit, hmm. and they did a flashback, and you see Velma running and her no legs with her feet swinging how they made her run on pup and I was like oh that's cool so I guess they're kind of connected so I mean there there's like a 15 to 20 year age gap and Scooby went from a puppy to normal dog so yeah I guess that's true if he's yeah, not I can see it if he's not an android or something or dog droid whatever the fuck you want to call it mm-hmm. you know they might have tinkered with his DNA or some shit to make him age slower so they could have their best friend with them while they go kill fucking frog mutant koala fish birds or whatever yeah that could be i could buy it oh i'd buy but it i do like the idea of the android thing because like i said it it explains away that fucking stupid emoji eye yeah i have a feeling though he's not an android that's just a stupid emoji eye. <laughs> but see the emoji eye thing what do we use emojis for now other than to annoy. It's to mm. convey emotion. Right. Okay, so does that mean he's not going to talk? Mm. If Scooby doesn't talk, is it really Scooby? I mean, as a franchise, is it really Scooby if Scooby doesn't talk? Mm. Yeah. Because that was kind of the good... whole thing. It's a talking dog and his friends solving mysteries. I I don't really want that. Because, I mean, even in the original series... 
he didn't talk all the time, but every once in a while, you know, Ron Rain? Well, maybe he'll still talk like that, but to get more complex uh, to get a conversations complex, he's... Yeah. yeah. That would make sense, but I don't want an emoji eye. Fuck it. Just have him talk. Velma right. fucking built him a little Why don't you make it a laser thing. eye? Yeah, yeah that'd be fucking eye. cool. Give him a weapon. Mm-hmm. Well, if he's an android, maybe he's got rocket launchers that come out of his sides. <laughs> that pop out. Or his uh, <coughs> machine pistol comes out of his leg like RoboCop. Yeah. But, you know, he's always had that speech impediment. Okay, fix that. Velma built him a vocabulator and put it in his throat. Yeah, or, so put, now it in his, or put it in his name tag, and that's why it's all fucking weird looking now. Or that, yeah. So it's not just... Because that was something that always annoyed me about the old comics. It's always everything, every single word, no matter what, started with an R. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like the R was more of an accent than, you know, every word starts with an R. Because if you listen to Don Messick, every once in a while, you know, our real words were in there, too. Just yeah. said with a kind of accent. So that always bugged me when you'd read the comic, because... It was hard to understand it because it'd be like ride rain riz ruby ru re ru ru rit run rit ra and it's like wait what? <laughs> so you'd have to fucking break it down and it's like even as I got older it's like I couldn't do this shit as a kid. Imagine doing it now. Mm-hmm. So the idea of Velma coming up with some kind of vocabulator or something to put it in his neck or put it in his dog tag or fuck with his brain to fix his impediment or cut his tongue short or do something. So he can talk normal. That sounds pretty fucking cool to me. Yeah, and if they can invent all this other bullshit that they got going on, all these, all this stuff that they're using on this cover, proton packs, could do that. Yeah, yeah. That's what really gets me. It's like, what are they going to be fighting? I mean, it's real monsters, but are they going to be fighting like fucking Frankenstein's monsters, vampires? Are they going to be fighting like shit from Fallout, where it's mutated fucking giants and shit? Well, that's what I would guess is going to be all mutants and stuff. Like, it looks like they're walking through a, a forest or something in this. It kind of like looks a, like a cave to me with the light behind them. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I guess that the side where that monster's coming out of it looks like branches to me, but I can see where, yeah, it looks like rocks now when I'm looking at it. Now that you say that. That monster, that kind of looks like a demon, so... Are they going to be fighting mutant freaks, or are they going to be fighting demons? Mm, maybe both. And, like I said, would it be like Frankenstein's monsters and shit? Because wouldn't it be fucked up if it was kind of like... Did you ever see that old episode of The Twilight Zone? Where the... I think it was the old dude had his kids come over for a reading of the will or something. And at midnight, he wanted them all wearing these masks. And when he died, the mask came frozen to their face... And they were stuck like that. Did you ever see that episode? No. What is this? The Twilight so, Zone. Uh, yeah, but describe that. Describe what happened again. It's this old fucking dude. He's got like six kids or some shit. Or it's his family. And he invites them all over because he's real sick. And he gives them each a mask. Because he wants to have a party. I think it's like he wants to have a party one last time. And just let me say this. I could be remembering this completely wrong because I haven't been able to see Twilight Zone in like two years because they took it off. Mm -hmm. But still, it's like this old dude invites his family over. He's going to read the will and all this because he's real sick. And I, I think he tells them like at midnight you have to wear these masks. So they each put on these masks and it's like weird pig faces and shit. Mm -hmm. And midnight strikes and then they're, they're stuck like that. And back then they made these prosthetics that look... They still hold up today, and it looks good. Where mm -hmm. they can't move their mouths and shit, but they got, like, these fucked up gnarly pig faces and shit. Okay. Wouldn't it be fucked up if it was something like that? Like, the bombs drop and all these people... Like, say it happened on Halloween, so you've got people dressed up as demons and shit. Oh, and Frankenstein's yeah. monsters. Okay. Bomb drops, yeah, it melts yeah. it to their face. It fucks them up, and they're like, fuck it, we're just gonna kill people now. Yeah, or the yeah the fallout changed their brain chemistry and made them crazy. Yeah, and or maybe it just gave them the thing that would make them crazy. And they're like, "Well, that was fucked up." They go look in a mirror. They're dressed like a demon. They're stuck like that forever. 
because mm-hmm. it's the apocalypse. There's no p- fucking plastic surgeon that's going to go in there and shave that shit off and take some skin from your ass and fix it. Wouldn't that be fucked up? That would be pretty fucked up. So yeah, it'll it'll be really fucking interesting to see where they go with this. And when does this come out? Do you know? I think it's May, and I'm hoping to Christ I'll be able to get it somehow. Because I'd love to review this first issue. Yeah, I'd like to see what you think of it too. Because <laughs> it does. Like, again, it's a dream come true, but it looks fucked up. And the older I get, it's like, give me something fucked up. Give me something weird. But again, yeah. the des- Give me the something designs- I haven't seen before. Yeah. But again, the designs have me a little leery, so I want to see yeah. how it is, you know, over 22 pages. Right. Oh, wouldn't it be fucked up if they did, like, super realistic art on the inside? Ooh. Like, not, you not mean, cartoony at all. I was going to say, cut back on the cartoony, so Fred's not as hulking and Shaggy's not as small, and they kind of... Yeah, or that it's just more... Yeah, it doesn't look like a cartoon. It looks like like almost a photorealistic drawing. Yeah, that would be... That'd be Interesting, weird. to say the least. <laughs> you know what I'm really excited to see, though? And I'm surprised they haven't fucking shown it yet. Again, it's the apocalypse. I want to see how the mystery machine looks now. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fucking giant Batmobile tank. That's what I was going to say. Like a fucking tank or something like... Um, mm-hmm. Did you ever see Snyder's uh, Dawn of the Dead? Uh, No. No, but I was just gonna I was just gonna reference another Dawn, another dead movie, Land of the Dead, the George Romero's Land of the Dead. Yeah, I bet I, I bet we're about to say the same thing that that fucking Winnebago thing that they had in Land well, of see, the Dead. In Snyder's, was, they had these old transport buses and shit that they cut the sides out of, and there's fucking chainsaws they can stick through the sides. Oh, okay. And they put barbed wire on the top and shit, and they got a they had one with a snow plow. Oh, Jesus. Wouldn't that be fucked up? Yeah, that'd be pretty fucked up. <laughs> and then on the, on the side, they got fucking Mystery Machine, and the flowers are, like, muted, so it's not as bright and colorful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, they took that panel off of the... Like, they took that panel off the actual Mystery Machine and stuck it on there, and it's all faded. Yeah, that would be fucking cool. Or, like, to go back to Mystery Incorporated, do you remember Mr. E's uh, Enigma Engine? No, where it had like those fucking one. spike tires and shit. It was late in season two, right around the hmm. time that um, the Krampus episode was. Actually, I think it was in the Krampus episode. Huh? Yeah, I don't think we've seen past like season one episodes. Oh, Doesn't as good really as fucking up. season one is, season two is way fucking better. Really? Hmm. Dude, I'm ready yeah, to go on ever... a fucking half hour tangent about that because it's. I swear to God, it is the ballsiest thing I have ever seen in animation. Let what that fucking sit in your pipe for a while. Oh, I ain't spoiling oh. this. Oh, Fuck you're not going to you. spoil it? Fuck okay. no. We'll no. save that for another day. If we get into watching that later on, I want to see your, hear your fucking reactions to that. But it is. It's the ballsiest fucking thing I've ever seen in animation. Okay. The second season is why that show is my favorite out of all 40, what, 47 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite Scooby thing ever. Hmm. Now I'm going to have to watch it. All the problems from season one, like Velma being a bitch and riding Shaggy's nuts. Uh-huh. That's gone. I'm telling you, dude, you got to see the second season. Okay. Well, I'll, have because to, I'll start watching that. It's, it's last... on Netflix. The whole thing's on Netflix, so. Yeah. All 52 episodes are on Netflix. If you don't want to watch the first season again, just watch the last two episodes of season two and go from there. Okay. But I'll tell you, those last three episodes of the entire series, I don't know if you want to watch those with your kids just yet. Really? Pre-screen them because there's a fucking demon and shit in there and it gets there's death and all kinds of shit. Whoa. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you, dude, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> that, that sounds... That sounds pretty intense for Scooby-Doo. It is. I don't want to fucking Dark Knight Returns overhype it for you, but holy shit. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, watch that, and sometime in the future we've got to talk about that. Are you ready to (laughs) cut this one short? Or cut it off? Short? (laughs) Yeah, This one's an hour and ten. I see that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, you you got any other... 
you got any final thoughts on that Scooby Doo? No. That Scooby Doo it, uh, cover. Be re- it'd just be repeating myself now. Hello there, dear listeners. Doom here to say we have two people to thank this episode. Okay, I'll drop it because it's stupid. Anywho, once again, we got to thank Jay Sarge for the great fucking intro song he did. I don't know what to say that I didn't say last time. It's fucking amazing. And again, I promise you we'll talk about it sometime in the future. I swear with it. You can support him by going to remedialm-theory.bandcamp.com, jsargemusic.blogspot.com, or irvingsbasement.bandcamp.com. You can also follow him on Twitter. Now, the second thank you goes to a lady. If you're listening to this, you should know who she is because she's been a great help to me quite a few times, too. At Sherry Says on Twitter. She did our logo for us that's on our Twitter. Again, this is just a stunning fucking piece. Beautiful. So thank her and go to her YouTube channel, youtube.com slash user slash Sherry Archinoff. S-H-A-R-I-A-R-C-H-I-N-O-F-F. She's a great singer. She's a great voice actress. She's a great fucking artist. Photoshopper, designer, whatever the fuck you want to call it. All of it. She does brilliantly. Multi-talented and just flat out fucking great. So thank her and thank Jace Harge for us. Thanks for listening. Like, wasn't that a fun episode? (laughs) Well, if you like the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz and want more, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Follow on Twitter at NerdBlitzPod and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search NerdBlitz on YouTube. And don't forget to follow at the Scooby-Doom and Fitzman73 on Twitter too, Aggie. <laughs> like, oh boy, how could I forget? <laughs> well, until next time, this is Shaggy and Scooby saying thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you, Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> this has been a feature of TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media.